What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast here on Rotogrinders.com. We have everybody back. Everybody's back. And you know what that means? That means the season's about to start, and uh, we're we're looking forward to it. Uh, Peter, what in the world are you wearing right now? Um, it's a hodgepodge of things. It's been that kind of morning. Slept 12 yeah. hours uh, last night trying to make up on sleep. Uh, I have a thought leader t-shirt on i have a blanket this is actually the nash flu nash flu nashville influenced hotel blanket remember uh from the party when we went up to the rooftop and my wife loved these blankets at the hotel so she bought some and uh i don't know do you want like everything you want my gym shark shorts um yeah uh no i would i thought honestly i thought that you had like a king uh like a like a robe or What's it? And what would it be called? I think a robe. I, guess. I think a robe. Yeah, this is actually what I'm going to wear to the Bitcoin Angel Holder Castle. <laughs> <laughs> so someone legit tagged. Uh, they didn't tag Tuttle. They know who yeah, the, what the bull hell? and the bear are uh, on this full cast. But uh, JM Zubin one prank. Little J is what they call him. He said, thanks for the sick advice. Castle party, here we come. And that's from the, uh, <laughs> basically, we recommended that people get the Bitcoin Angel by Trevor Jones. And he announced yesterday that everyone that has a Bitcoin Angel has a legit pass to a castle party in Scotland. It's a huge castle, like one of the biggest castles in the world. And you, you're a no Bitcoin angeler as I'm far as no, I understand. <laughs> I'm a no Bitcoin angeler. Uh, I might have to use one of yours. Uh, and it's, it will be uh, Peter and soccer day Scotland. Kitchen. Can we get better collective to pay for this content trip? You would be, <laughs> I mean, imagine how good that I'm would sure, be. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's like locals. a better yeah, I'm sure there's a better collective Scotland like out there. Uh, I'm sure that we can we can we can get something. It's going to be in 2022, so uh, hopefully we'll be ready to travel and everything will be good. Uh, you're to go. telling me you're telling me better collective can't afford a Bitcoin angel. No, not a Bitcoin angel. It'd be the travel that goes along with it yeah. to Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't give it to Pete for free though, Pete. You gotta get like a pudgy penguin out of it or something. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure. I mean, I'm not gonna let. Imagine me having sink. a pudgy a pudgy penguin. Biggest scam PFPs that there are. Um. All right, we've got <laughs> we have a um an interesting show. Honestly, I want to know Peter about your your trip to Vegas. Like, how crazy was it? Was it typical Vegas crazy? You had Club Top Shot. Like, what what all went down? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know what typical Vegas crazy is these days. I thought we had a, a very nice time. We uh, we went to summer league on Sunday, caught a few games there. Uh, what else did we do? We went. Uh, we hit the tables pretty hard. Lots of craps. Lots of blackjack. That was fun. Got some really nice dinners uh, last night or Monday night. We we're at Momofuku. Uh, all of us had a private room. Uh, that was very fun. And uh, yeah, and then we played hoops, very reminiscent of the uh, Roto Grinders game from a couple of years back. Everyone very hungover. We rented out a gym for a couple hours, did a lot of five on five, some three on three, all that good stuff. Did Topshop pay for a meal for you guys? They they sponsored our dinner. 
They did. Wow. Yep. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, yeah, good, I, and good with the rolling. Kitchen, kitchen's like I, kitchen's like, bro. My bag is so deep, and they can't they can't send me a, a <laughs> Nashville hot fried chicken Postmate on the no. house. <clears throat> Davis, when you're a part of the Nine Lives Lounge, like Peter and I am, <laughs> it's all the utility you need, bro. Uh, we want to check in with uh, with Mr. Tuttle. Tuttle leaves for a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden, NFTs just go crazy. And I want to get Tuttle's thoughts as uh, as the local bear on the show. How you feeling? I mean, you ready to invest in a fractional share of a punk right now? Yeah, my advice would be to buy the top, um, hold as long as possible. Uh, learn, you know, don't learn from our mistakes with top shot. Just, just total. <laughs> it's good advice. Yeah, yeah. Davis, where, where are you right now? Like, in, since we, since we left last week. Funnily enough, I just woke up to a top shot sale. I listed really? I because yeah, because I a bunch of a bunch of stuff you know is is on the rise. Paper so I hands. Just, I just listed. I just listed a couple of my things. Um, I listed a Tyrese Maxey three-star rookie for 150 bucks, and I woke up to the the notification that that money hit my dapper wallet. Kitchen. There was a sale on our Darius Garland bag. the the floor The floor of Darius of the Darius Garland bag has been raised. Oh, uh, trust me, I know. That's if you go to my moment ranks, like you've seen, like that's. I hold, I think Darius Garland's now like a fifth of my, uh, <laughs> how many, how many Garland's do you think I have? I'm going to guess you have a minimum of four Garland's. Oh, I was okay. going to say like 20. Okay. Tuttle, you want to throw in a guess there? Mm, I think Davis is closer with four. I'll go five. I'll, I'll barely outbid him. You guys are well. <laughs> I'm closest. Peter was closest. No, uh, let's see. I've got 24 of just the uh, the regular rookie, and then two of the rookie debuts. Uh, three of the MGLE rookies. Oh my God, Dave! Why one S two MGLE? I've got I've got every how, how, how Garland you, except the hollow. How Big much advice you, from this guy? How much were you sweating them not taking Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs? Like, how much are you begging them to take Evan Mobley? Davis, I don't know if you saw, but Draymond Green said the shiftiest person he's had to guard is Darius Garland. I mean, I yeah, am placing I, I also, a big, I also a saw big him. bet on DG the PG. Uh, did you uh, did you catch uh, Draymond Green begging Kevin Durant to tell him it wasn't his fault that he left the Warriors? <laughs> just loving that uh that drama yeah i mean darius Gar the floor has been raised from like uh like 60 or 70 bucks to now i'm looking at it it is 101 now so we're getting up there we're getting up there davis and it's just gonna it's gonna just continue to go because i don't know i don't know if you know unlike traditional sports cards like tuttle's into um they're not making I'm, any more don't, don't put don't don't put me on the traditional sports card you're not a traditional yeah, cardboard head anymore. I, I never was. You tried to get me to fit that bill, so I could you talk about it. went to Target. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy to watching. See if they had boxes. I enjoy watching breaks. I bought boxes. I probably have less than a thousand dollars. Maybe not. 
around a thousand bucks in buddy cards. let me tell you i wish that i had less than a thousand bucks sunk in a sports card because i i mean do you know do you know the barrier of entry that it's i so will fun. have you know like make me an offer on this box make me an offer on this box because i can't look at it anymore you know how many best ball entries are in this box you know how many best ball mania 2 entries i could get if i would have never bought this crap it's unbelievable. You're a true collector, Davis. You were truly That's... in it just for the act of collecting because everyone could have told you those weren't going to be worth anything. No, <laughs> Diamond I hands, it's Davis. <laughs> it's so fun to open packs. And then once that goes away, you're just like, what the hell do I do with this? <laughs> I, mean, I, th- I was in it. I was in it for the dopamine. I was in it for yeah, the dopamine. 100%. Okay, uh, so we're giving away a dear. Why Leonard? Stupid. <laughs> A Kawhi Leonard. At some point this week, we will give away a Kawhi Leonard um, because we hit 3,000 followers on the Swolecast. So uh, I don't know. It'll be like a retweet contest, I guess. It's something to where we can reward those who have subscribed to the Swolecast channel. We've hit 3,000 followers. So the last time we looked, uh, the it's, Kawhi it's Leonard retweeted the tweet. On February 25th, when you sent out the giveaways are supposed to like, you know, encourage immediate action. Do we really want to reward a slow no, trickle over months? No, we st- we got to reward. We got to give it out still. But somebody who did the initial tweet, tweet. Can we give? Can we add some stuff to this? You know, can we? Can we add a, a swole cast shirt? Just something to make this a little more nice. Yeah, let's sure. add some utility to the. Let's add some utility to the project. You know. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll add some things to it for sure. Um, all right. right. I'll toss in a $25 gift card to my store. Boom. Uh, Davis. They can have, I'll randomly pull a card. I'll randomly pull a card out of my box and they can have whatever I pull out just so I can just get, should I give some of these away? I should give some of these away. I want to have a signed copy of infinite jest over your shoulder. Davis signs. There we go. I'd love to. I'll sign it as David Foster Wallace. <laughs> this is the uh, the number two 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 eight Kawhi Leonard out of a limited edition of fifteen thousand. Uh, low ask at the time was uh, one twenty. Looks like it's slightly $7. down to uh, to fifteen dollars. So. <laughs> what did I say it was? I said I said my guess in the chat was fifteen. Do I know my moms or do I know my moms? All right. Do, do people, do people uh, like, so actually I want to, I do want to talk about Top Shop for just like 45 seconds. Cause I, I actually have found this slight rebound to be interesting. And I, Pete would know the answer to this. Are uh-huh. the people, are the people buying these, the NFT heads, like the people who are, are minting pudgy penguins and art blocks or is this like the the DFS sickos buy? Like who who is buying Top Shots right now? I mean, I think it from what I can tell, it's some of the like OG people who are into it. Not necessarily the NFT people, but just the people who finally found confidence that it bottomed out and didn't think it was going to go any earlier. That had been eyeing moments for a lot. At least that's what it's been for like Andy and Mike and and Jack who had been buying stuff. Is just they finally had confidence that it wasn't going to keep going down in the short term. There is uh, like you don't want to catch the falling knife, right? Like you, you want to wait for a little bit. Like no one knew where the bottom was, and I think we now know where the bottom is. Well, I think that I actually think that 
the real way it should work is like most of these moms that are like $15 should actually be, be $2. And, but the, but the LeBrons and the Zions and the, all that stuff, like I, that stuff can rise. Yeah. It, but to your other point, Dave, I do think, and you've seen some like small tweaks on this, like some of the uh, top shot bots have now added uh, denominating in ETH. And I think for a lot of these big ETH whales who just ape into every avatar project, it does feel like play money to them. And if Top Shot even had a display in ETH or a more direct path to buying, like with your MetaMask, I know you can do it, but it just takes a little legwork to get it into your Dapper wallet. I do think that could really help things. So you're, saying, legit- you're, you're saying it being denominated in ETH on the site would raise the values a little bit? I, not necessarily raise, well, maybe by, uh, you know, tangentially, but just making it more easy like a lot of these guys when they buy these projects if you were to like price a top shot moment in eth they'd be like oh wow it's only 0.3 eth that's that's not bad at all it's like you know a thousand dollars but it just doesn't feel the same i think for these guys makes sense okay this leads us into our uh famous segments of legit or bit one of the questions i have is legit or bit there will be valuable nfl nfts this football season before 2022 legit or bit peter i'll say i'll say bit i think they still have to get out of top shot beta they probably have a bunch of things to still get in a row for nfl oh, you're, so you're you're thinking this is top shot only I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying dapper. anything i'm saying Don't influence his answer man well, well, it sounds like Pete, anything, it sounds like Pete got some alpha le- over there. Because it's in, legit. Uh, I don't have I don't have any alpha. But you mean anything NFL? I, I mean, I didn't DraftKings just do a Tom yeah, Brady NFT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So legit. So, so that's what you mean? Anything like? I, but I said a value, like like the <laughs> the dr- going crazy, right? So will they continue to go crazy, or would they bottom out? Like, will will those continue to be a thing? I. It's really it's hard to tell because I mean Tom Brady is like one of the perfect guys you could do for that as far as a guy who like spans multiple generations and captures a lot of interest. I think there'll probably be a little bit of diminishing returns unless they're able to just get incredible players and launch more utility, but as far as like a massive top shot scaled NFL based themed project or whatever, I I can't see it happening this soon. Davis? Um I mean other than what exists already, like panini. Brady NFTs or Gronk NFTs or, or whatever, or yeah, the Panini thing, I, I would say no. I, I think that Dapper is still trying to get a handle on what to do with the NBA Top Shot Beast. So I feel like the NFL project is maybe more for next year. Tuttle? Still waiting for my uh, race car, NASCAR NFTs <laughs> that I was promised. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to what, that? What bud? happened to those? Uh, I, <laughs> um, I have the same answer though. I mean, I don't think there's going to be like packs released like we saw with NBA top shots, but DK will continue to run out these player by player drops for sure. So what was, I, I missed a little bit of it, but there was a lot of praise going out for DraftKings, how smoothly the drop went. And then we found out that it wasn't actually as smooth as we thought. They did the exact same thing that Top Shots did, and they uh, on early releases and didn't limit it to one entry. Basically, people were opening up multiple tabs, from what I understand, uh, right. and and trying to 
to get in via via that way. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off this question. Legit or bit, we'll have blockchain based fantasy games by this time next year. Uh, reality, Ricky Sanders already did it. It's a thing. It's like you can already do it. Not not uh, a bit. Legit. Like not so. I'm talking about like like fantasy football. Yeah, it, it already exists. All right, so what's Ricky's thing? I mean. I mean, I literally didn't click on it. I just saw that he was doing it. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what this. So I guess the real question about. is, what will there ever be any interest in blockchain based fantasy? <laughs> oh, did they they did try it. Well, I thought you were like, um, uh, so rare. They got so rare. Who's yeah. like like a legit thing? Well, yeah, but, but I I'm saying they, like for fantasy ranks, football. Weren't you like? Weren't you like? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't weren't you head of product tester at, or whatever at, at Moment Ranks? No, uh, they, our boy, our boy C Hardy, um, like they, they have, they have it for, they had it for basketball, the playoffs, right. but it was like, um, the, it was like, pick your five, any five moments. Like we still got some work to do and will that work be done on a major, in a major way by this Dave, time next you, year? Did you complete this Isaac Okoro quest on top no. shot? Mm-mm. <laughs> I did. They only, you did. <laughs> I have wow. mo- I've I haven't so I have so many moms I've never sold it. I just the next thing I'll them. complete. Uh I, I am a member of the Nine Lives Lounge. Um the next thing I will complete is like a, it's tough because I guess the Grizzlies are my favorite team, but growing up in Nashville, I don't really have like a favorite. It's not like the Titans, right? Or like Vandy. Like it, I've got like players that I enjoy watching. I got teams that I love to watch play. I uh, love to watch Steph and the Warriors, but I guess the Grizzlies, like I need to complete a team set. I guess the Grizzlies would be. What? What's the Nine Lives Lounge? <laughs> oh, Davis. <laughs> Davis, that's uh, an exclusive. Well, uh, boomer take right there. <laughs> it's an exclusive community of true believer Top Shot fans who completed the Cool Cats Master Challenge. Oh, okay. So they, so, they give, so they give away the- uh a jersey every week until the start of the season. Uh, there's other utility that they'll announce. You get access to NBA players in the Discord chat. Um, tomorrow, uh, Dave Feldman, who I think we all know, is going to be in the chat answering questions about marketing. They've got exclusive help channels and stuff like that. It's a, it's a way to add utility to this. And I think that's kind of what started the, the whole rebound. All right. Um, let's get into some fantasy-based legit or bit question on this show yeah i know right we do have we hit the best we hit the quote of we hit the quote of 20 minute uh uh intro into our our topics so legit or bit preseason matters as far as evaluating fantasy prospects davis legit of course it does we learn all sorts of like actionable and useful stuff all right every uh, every year like does it go any like is there anything that goes to the bit level for you i mean like when you're talking about like oh guys looking good yeah, yeah. like ramondre stevenson going up two rounds in adp because he broke off a run at the end of the game like yeah that is a bit because bill belichick doesn't care about that and we shouldn't really care about it either. But stuff like the the Malcolm Brown stuff is very real. Like that is like that is is legit concerning that Malcolm Brown is playing on third downs with Tua in the first team offense. 
Yeah, and I would I I would say I do agree about the dolphin stuff, but I do think it's still a little bit of a puzzle piece type of thing where you get a piece of information because there are I think now that Flores has come out and had his quotes, how he talks about him, it backs up the usage. But there also could have been scenarios where they're like, this is Malcolm Brown's first reps with the team. And Gaskin is already completely entrenched. Let's just get him worked in with preseason. But I think as we get more data points, we can start to draw more certain conclusions on that. But I I don't know. I, It's everyone reacted to like where people were adjusting ranks for guys in quads, you know, like how, how big their quads look. So I don't think this necessarily, uh, I've done that. I've done that with AJ Dillon. I moved yeah. him up my ranks. So if you're going to be adjusting your ranks that quickly, I mean, at least preseason action, the team is giving us some information there. Someone, uh, someone explained to me why miles Gaskin was a thing anyway. I will go to the uh, Dolphins Gar- running back. Gar- guaranteed, here. guaranteed touches, bro. You ever heard the two words guaranteed touches? They have like six guys, six running backs on the roster. I will say this. Uh, I wasn't drafting a lot of Gaskin where he was going, but I am, I'm scooping him up here around pick 85 plus where he's now falling. Like that's, that's a nice price there. From, so, from and- <clears throat> noted zero RB drafter, Peter over is that. And it's also, uh, we'll see after week two, like if anything changes at all, as far yeah. as, uh, you know, obviously coaches, like different coaches approach the preseason different ways. Uh, so here's the thing though, like week two, they swap roles. Let's say, say Gaskins yeah. swaps <laughs> yeah. carries with Malcolm. You still, like, I still think where he was being drafted was too high, Gaskin. Yeah, I think I think it just accentuates the point that it's going to be a split backfield. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what it's the perfect illustration of that, and we're going to have that moment with Mike Davis very soon. I don't know what it's going to be, but Mike Davis is going to have his Miles Gaskin moment really soon. I saw people going the other way on Mike Davis last week. I love it. Please keep keep pushing Mike Davis. Hayden and Leone were doing this last week, where they were like, actually, he. What was it? He like was like above fantasy points for expectation per rush. I don't know. I couldn't possibly click on another Hayden Winks graph, but he was, <laughs> <laughs> he was, they were, they were touting the, the, the long story short is they were touting Mike Davis efficiency. Yeah. If, if Mike Davis was on the Cowboys or whatever, I probably would capitulate and just, but I mean, I guess Mike Davis basically is on the Cowboys that Zeke, but if, if Mike Davis was on a really, you got, I, I couldn't even get a reaction from Davis from that one. He wasn't paying I, I, attention. I, I was paying attention. I'm sending an email real quick. I'll give you your reaction yeah, in a second. You were paying attention. <laughs> I was paying said, attention. I was sending an he email. Said, <laughs> he said he said that he said that Mike Davis basically is on the Cowboys. And honestly, that's dishonest to Mike Davis, who as far as I know, doesn't have a pizza and alcohol problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, the, the Falcons are what what's their win total over under? They're like a six or seven win team this yeah, year. Six and a half, I think. <laughs> so it's just like you really think Mike Davis is going to be a bell cow back in all these negative game scripts for a bad team this year. I, I just, I refuse to buy it. So are you a JV and Hawkins truther then? Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little Allison, little Hawkins, little this, little that. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, legit or bit one of the rookie quarterbacks that everyone's going nuts over will not start week one. So Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Legit. Justin Fields, Justin Fields is not going to start week one. Yep. Andy Dalton is. Agree. 
Okay. Nagy's too dumb and stubborn. Yeah. You you agree with that, Peter? I yeah, if I had to put money down on it, I would agree with that. I still think there's a chance. I feel like there's like a 20% chance Fields could start. Man. He got banged up in practice today. Otherwise, I I would be more confident. Just gives it gives Nagy an excuse. Like that's all it is. It just gives Nagy an excuse. He he looks kind of uh he, he rusty. I'm not sure if you guys watched the uh, the games. Uh, he looked well, yeah, kind of rusty made, like his first he drive. A, he made every wrong that, read. Every yeah, decision after that, he, he looked really good, though. No, dude, Siege said every decision he made was the wrong one. Every did, read he made was the worst read. <laughs> did you guys see this quote from Andy Dalton earlier today? He said, yes. Justin Fields is going to have a great career, but right now, it's my time. Nice. <laughs> the Red Rifle. That's yeah. like that's like me that talking to an egg Twitter account about like something I'm clearly wrong about, but I just won't admit being wrong. Like That's the same energy that Andy Dalton just gave out. <laughs> what about Lance? Think, yeah, that's the interesting one to me, San Francisco. Because I've seen – I saw it myself, and I saw people also highlighting on Twitter the – 49ers early season schedule so to where the point it's so soft where if if Lance doesn't start right away it's it's hard to envision him overtaking Jimmy G within the first five weeks or so yeah I mean that that was kind of the deal like the whole time though was that it I, I think even regardless if their schedule is easy or hard the team structure is so good that if they do make the decision to start Jimmy, I think that means they're, they're riding Jimmy for a little, like a good while anyways, because Jimmy would have to play. I mean, and not that he can't play that bad. Like Jimmy can play really bad or get hurt as he, you know, he's gotten hurt so many times, but you know, you know how it is. What's the question, Dave? (laughs) You're paying attention, but you're writing an email. Is that what, is that what it was? No emails. (laughs) Trey Lance, just your thoughts on him based on, yeah. Well, What's I mean, happened? it's like the opposite of the Nagy thing, right? Like Shanahan's actually a sharp and a pragmatist who's going to put himself in a position to win. I really don't think there's actually any loyalty there to Jimmy G. Although I will remember say, when people thought that Nagy was like a sharp coach. When was that? Like his first year? Yeah, immediately when he came from KC. Okay. Uh, actually, I have a scorching hot take. What if Matt Nagy actually, like, I think he's a donkey in some personnel decisions. But what if he actually is a good play caller and he's been coaching with one hand tied behind his back because his quarterbacks have been Nick Foles, Chase Daniels, and Mitch Trubisky, and Justin Fields comes out there and, you know, obviously he's Superman and they are going to have lots, like do lots of cool plays on offense. It's possible. What what about this take? I think it's a good take. I don't think it's an egregious take. I don't. I mean, people just called him dumb, and now and now Davis is coming forward saying he's he's well, actually no, he, sharp. He's shown he's a good play caller, and that's all the case Davis is making is that he's a good play caller. Well, and the quicker he starts fields, the more the sentiment on him will change because a good quarterback yeah. kind of solves any kind of coaching questions. Yeah, I mean, like Pete, Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl while actively being a donkey because Russell Wilson is that good. Going back to the 49ers, so when, like, you see Trent Sherfield score that long touchdown, does that move the needle for you at all, Davis? Didn't move the needle for me, but 
it's moved the needle to the market. Trey Lance on underdog now is the quarterback eleven. Like so, if well, you I'm really... talking about Sherfield though, and the and then the coach speak as well that came out. No, no, you were trying to, to pump an axe Titan. <laughs> or no, he was what? a he was a cardinal. What do you what do you have? Do you have do you no, have I, like Trey Sherfield Moms or something? Like what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Sherfield's a smart guy. He's a smart player. Okay, yeah, because he's from Vandy. I knew there was some natural well, connection. <laughs> who whose first descriptor of a player oh, has ever been smart? He's, he's a, a smart, smart player. He's a smart he went guy. to Vandy. That was the, that was the joke. Yeah. I was hoping you got there, I was. I I had no. I that was. I, I, I had there no idea Tennessee where you were connection. going. I had he no did idea score the long. We're here. talking about legit or bet with the preseason, and I want to know as far as like when you have a guy. I Peter put in there about the Terrace Marshall long catch in the fantasy life newsletter. Like if it like it wasn't about do the pay attention. It was about the usage, the role. He also had two red zone ones. It was the long catch that got all the, the highlights, but there's plenty of actual things to be excited about with Terrace Marshall. Yeah. But you were like streaking down the sideline on his long. I mean, come on. It's just like, that. yeah, you were pumping your bags. You were. That's, that's what I'd use the newsletter for to pump my bags. On my yeah. He, he wants to, he wants to ruin the ADP for his favorite players via the fantasy life newsletter. Like that's why it exists. He already He's has selling his best ball teams on open sea. <laughs> hey, that's uh, not a bad, that's idea. kind of a good, yeah. That's, I was going to say yeah, that's a good idea. Tokenize five uh, fractional shares of, of our best ball teams. Here's the thing. Uh, though. If, go ahead. If there's a, if there's a guy that we already have a bias on, like Terrace Marshall, who's going to be good, preseason matters. Once he shows us that he's well, good. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. There are two types. Well, there are three types of people for the here's preseason. Here's the thing. The first, the first person is, it's just, it's just preseason. It's third stringers. Who cares? Then there's my type of guy, which is, do you see that Trey Lance throw? Damian Williams looks so good. Oh my God, it's amazing. And then there, and then there is like the I'm not paying attention to any of it guy. So do you know what I actually think it is? Have you guys seen the like it, you'll see it in the crypto memes, the bell curve for the like 30 IQ is like Trey Lance yes. did this. The middle yeah. IQ is preseason, doesn't matter whatsoever. And I actually think it's like the mental level IQ. If you know how to parse it, there's yeah. Edges no, I, that is my favorite meme format in the world. It's so good. There you go. Someone make that for preseason. All right. So the title of this newsletter is, this is a fantasy knife newsletter, Matthew Berry's. You can, uh, Peter, where can they subscribe to this? No, I already know what you're about to do. What did I say? Just get, just skip to what you're about to do. No, the title is draft Terrace Marshall Jr. Before it's too late. Oh yeah. I I thought you said something about me saying I was salivating over him streaking down the sideline. Well, you did. You said he stole the show. He turned (laughs) five targets into 88 yards, including a marvelous six. It does sound a little sensational. (laughs) Yeah. From Philip Walker. Marshall also showcases versatility, lining up all over the formation and earning two red zone targets. That's what I'm I said. aggressively targeting Marshall in drafts until he gets too expensive. It's exactly so, what's about to happen. But that's the thing. Like Peter's already done 200 drafts. <laughs> so now he's going to pump up Terrace Marshall to where he's too expensive. How does, that, how, does giving... that, how does that benefit him? It doesn't they benefit just... me. Yeah, it does. hundred percent it does. It does not benefit. Yes, because that's that's your investment. So if you if the majority of your drafts are behind you, you're pushing his ADP up to where you 
where you did have them is now too expensive Kitchen, for where the, it's going. The, the, uh, the equivalent you're making here would be as if I would get paid dividends or someone could actually come and buy like my Terrace Marshall stock. Yeah, like, like that analogy does not work. Like he's writing this in his newsletter so we can get a future second round draft pick for Terrace Marshall in his, in his, he's uh, pumping up the ADP. Tight end premium. You're, you're th- yeah, Kitchen has this in reverse. Downplaying it would be the, the move. Terrace Marshall looked terrible. It was all Peter. If, if the majority Walker. of his drafts were ahead of him, but Peter's already done so many drafts that he's actively pushing up Marshall. It's like well, he's got after you've made your big investment of that, Dave. I can't after, benefit. <laughs> after you've made like your big and let's say you purchase like 24 garlands and you don't have like any more garlands to purchase, you're gonna pump it. No, it's Dave, what Tuttle said. This is, there, Dave, it would this actually so be dumb. malpractice if a guy I like, I just shit all over him in the newsletter yes. day after day after day. Then you could actually claim that. Okay. All right. Well, we gave your newsletter a bump. So. Thank you. My newsletter, yes. <laughs> yeah, this, this will cast, the swole cast bump in, in the internet. <laughs> we have 3,000 subs on YouTube. So, okay. Um, you guys want to go into... <laughs> tips from people. <laughs> what? This was this was one of Dave's. This was one of Dave's. This was one of the ideas. Uh, I tried to pitch Davis. it like 15 minutes before the show. Yeah, I I th- oh yeah. Well, maybe turn in tune to the show uh, notes totally 30 minutes to me now, and I'll tell you if it's a good okay. idea. <laughs> you give one. <laughs> yeah, this is the fantasy Shark Tank idea that we had from last year. You get one. Uh, you give one tip fantasy related and one tip that is related to uh non-fantasy life pop culture fitness my 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 main fantasy tip is to commandeer uh an email list with about two hundred thousand subscribers and start pumping the bags on the uh your favorite late round wide receiver Mm. if if you could do that i highly recommend it i'm aggressively targeting marshall in drafts (laughs) Hmm. All right. And what's your, uh, I'm surprised you volunteered to go first. What's your non-fantasy tip? My my non-fantasy tip is you don't, at the time, red eyes always seem like a good idea. And I learned in my youth that uh, they're not actually a good idea. And so that's my moral of the story. You think you're going to pack more time into your trip. You'll do the red eye, but you're going to mess up the rest of your week. So my my tip is anti-red eye at all costs. Aren't you rich enough to not be doing the red eye thing now at this point? I did. Davis, do he just quit That's his job. Tip. That's my tip. I, when I was a poor college kid, I did the Vegas red eye and I learned that lesson too. Absolutely never again. Not worth it. Like I, I just stayed up. My flight was at 6 30. So I just stayed up. I didn't go to sleep. Uh, I thought I was going to sleep Vegas. on my, yeah, I'm from California. I thought I was going to sleep on a red eye. And uh, there was a whole, like, it was, like a junior high or elementary like no, softball Dave, team. You're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. I just didn't sleep the night before. I just stayed up gambling in Las Vegas until no, four o'clock. But in the I'm morning. saying that I thought I was gonna sleep on this red eye, and there was like a junior high softball team, and then those families had kids, and there was like a screaming kid right behind me. So I didn't get any sleep and I was miserable for the next day. Also, whenever I was doing the uh when I was a DraftKings pro, you guys remember, I was flying <laughs> to Boston. Forget every monday and then my flight back to nashville would be 5 a.m the next morning 
Eastern time. And it was like, my whole day was gone. It was wasted. So I, yeah. I understand. Well, the things you talk yourself into, I re- when I studied abroad, classic yeah. story, start to a yeah. story. Oh there. my God. Yeah. My how often do you I, tell how often do you tell these stories to Lauren's friends? No, this this isn't a good this isn't a story I tell. Uh we we were so cheap that we landed in Amsterdam at like 1 a.m. We're like, it'll be Amsterdam, man. We'll just stay up all night and then we'll just get a place the next day. By like 6 a.m., we are just dead. And we had to go, we were in like a Burger King in the train station, like huddled up in a booth just trying to sleep because we were with all idiots. your bags literally yeah with all of our bags because <laughs> we didn't want to pay part. 25 euro for a hostel <laughs> just absolute idiot shit okay uh davis your one fantasy tip uh draft daryl henderson in the fourth round in any draft where you can get him because if we all got men in black memory wiped right now he'd be going with antonio gibson and clyde Edwards hilaire in the second round i thought you were can gonna you say give us Darrell another Williams. tip can you scared. give us another tip davis because like Draft Daryl Henderson is the equivalent of like you if me saying like give a financial tip and you're like oh buy Bitcoin like well, that's so totally like, it's like it's like literally like uh, like 200 year over year return and can't be matched by anything else that exists. No, I'm saying that like like people already know if they listen to you or watch you that uh, you are a big Daryl Henderson guy. So okay, come up with something uh, else. Donovan 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 Peoples Jones is the best guy to round out your underdog teams with right now. Oh, uh, in the and, 18th and, round. I said that last week. And and Donald Parham. They're they the Chargers are starting to get right, bullish about go. Donald Parham. There we go. We'll accept the Parham take. And then your non-fantasy tip for the people. Uh listen to the Huberman Lab podcast. Oh, I I haven't been, finished it's, yet. It's literally, I'm not even kidding. It's like changed my life. Like uh, it's, it's like the, the best, most concise life optimization stuff I've ever heard. And it's all backed by peer reviewed science. It's unbelievable. So what Davis, what's the most actionable thing that you've taken away from it so far? Uh, get into optic flow immediately when you wake up. So go. what outside. is optic flow? You gotta, you gotta explain. Hey, can, so, we, can we not make this? podcast political guys <laughs> um optic flow is basically like your your eyes and your brain start working in concert and when you get up and you are looking at your phone and you're kind of in a dim room you do not get into optic flow and it kind of messes with your brain firing to actually signal to the rest of your body that you're awake um, so when you wake up you immediately want to start producing adenosine and you're not doing that when you're sitting in bed looking at your phone so I, I, I immediately get up and drink a glass of water and go outside with the dogs. Oh, okay. That's good. That's see, that's a good tip. Even though you piggybacked off of someone else's tip, I would not expect anything else from you, Davis. So good job. Well, All my right, whole uh, life now is evangelizing this podcast to people. Just subscribed. Uh, Tuttle. Um, my fantasy take is going to be a little bit controversial here. Uh-oh because we have some influencers on the show from underdog. Um, mm-hmm. Don't play underdog. Dra- <laughs> do, do your best ball drafts at DraftKings. Do your best ball drafts at DraftKings. You're a donkey who is losing EV. If you do, if you're, if you're not maxed out on DraftKings and you're drafting. on underdog. The, the, I like, you would truly have a point if it wasn't miserable to draft there. Like it yeah. is not fun. It's not fun. It just that's the whole point. That's that. Fun. But that's what makes it EV, right? No, there's, like if, there's you're, still, if you're not if you're not lazy, 
there, there are I, still I agree. way better ways draft. to invest your money and to spend your time. If you're just hunting from EV, like do not play best ball there. I, I could give you oh, a million open sea yeah. avatar projects where you can make way more money than you will in, in best ball. Yeah. I mean, but that's something an underdog influencer would say. Okay. I, I, DraftKings makes it very, very easy to be an underdog influencer. Hey, guys, <laughs> guys, please. Here's the thing. I love underdog. I love Jeremy. I love, I, I don't know if I honestly, still with them. I shill for, for underdog so hard just because like, it's a fun, lovable company and the app is so good. Yes, but I mean, great. yeah, you're, you're right. Like, I mean, I've spent thousands of dollars on, on underdog that I could have put on DK, but I haven't. What can you do? I get it. I get it. Uh, I withdrew from FanDuel so I could play on DraftKings. It's the same. It's the kind of same for like upcoming DFS and, and sports betting. It's the same principle as far as I enjoy playing on one site more than the other, even though it's not for are me. You guys, are CD. you guys ready for Dave to turn into a full sports betting talent in like nine to no. 10 months, by the I'm way? I'm excited for it. Like Won't Dave happen. is gonna Dave is gonna be like a take the Titans first half money line sports betting tout. Will not happen. But since since we're on the subject, my tip is it's a company tip. It's uh basically subscribe to scores and odds. I this this would almost be legit or bit. Uh, you guys know Le- Grant legit Inter. legit or bit. You turning into a sports betting tout, Alec, literally right now. You, Davis just said you're going to turn into a sports betting tout in the next words out of your mouth. We're touting sports betting. But he's shilling other touts. I'm shilling the other touts. Like, I, I, this is, this will, I will never be a sports betting tout. Like, I I will never be a sports, I might give like a pick. Devin, clip clip it. it. Clip it, Devin. I, I might give some <laughs> some alpha takes like on NFL or whatever, but like as far as shilling it or whatever, that will never be me. Like, I, I know no, the lane. Absolutely, Devin, clip it because we're going to I know the lane it. I'm in. Grant Nefer is up like over 50 units on player prop picks yeah, for he's pitching. Very good with the props. He's ridiculous. He's very good. Uh, thank you, Devin, for, for, for clipping that. You posted Fear my turtle, chat. tennis expert. Uh, Fear my, oh my turtle God. went 4-0. So good. He yeah. went 4-0 yesterday. Uh, and so that that would be my my tip as I pump the, the company's bags. Um, a- is that Alex, you- Alex will like randomly message me like minor league tennis bets. And I'm just like, where, how can I even watch this? Like, how did yeah, this, this is like the WTA Cincinnati? And I'm watching like on the FanDuel app is he's just crushing it. So it's because the surface was super fast. So the long serves played better. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Got the college football product coming up with uh, Alex and Sean too. Um, pumping the the bags. Uh, and Ben Pritchett back too. Old FI guy, Ben Pritchett. You just sent up a screenshot. We good old natural slugger did. Yeah, that was cracking me up. That was good <laughs> stuff. <clears throat> All right. Um. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know what my fantasy tip would be. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who's the backup running back in Tennessee now that Darrington Evans got hurt? Evans is fine. Okay, uh, okay. So here here would be my tip: is like on underdog and half point PPR sites, not PPR sites, but half point PPR sites. People that are drafting Camara over Derrick Henry are donkeys. And um, oh, Dave. Oh, oh Dave. man, don't be this guy. Haven't you been reading? Haven't you been reading Karain's running back research? Yeah, and I get like. <laughs> Every year, here's the here's the thing. What do you think the odds are that Davis clicked on a fantasy article this year? Here's the thing. 
here's the thing. Like, I, I love JJ, right? But like what he puts, what he talks about every year, it is Derrick Henry cannot do what he did last year. Derrick Henry cannot do, and like every year he does what he did last year. And people are, it seems like they're just forgetting now that Julio Jones is going to be on this oh team and that Tennessee just, was already the second highest. Davis. I just like Dave, I'm getting visions in my head of like every week on the show. It's just going to be, it's, there's going to be a minimum of seven minutes of like, okay, you stack Tannehill. Which one do you take? AJ Brown or Julio Jones with Derrick Henry and Anthony? No, Brunson? I actually think from like a DFS standpoint, it, it makes it a lot more difficult to predict what's good. It's like the, it's kind of like the um, last year with the Bucks, right? Like there's so many options that you don't, it's just, you throw a couple of darts out there. It's not like just play AJ Brown every week. I don't know if you can do so, that. So, Dave, I just kind of want to just boil down what you just yeah. said. It's basically like a lot of my smart friends say Derrick Henry is probably not a good bet at his current ADP this year. And you are saying he, for reasons like we can't really calculate, uh, he just he is transcends a good pick. all yeah. regression and because he's just good. Uh, well, we have we have talked about this, Peter. I don't like <laughs> – I don't like to bring up we've, the past. We've talked about it. I don't it. like to bring we've up the past. But last it. year, last year, Peter said on the show that Derrick Henry was not an alpha running back. That's what he said. He said I, he was not. What, a, is, what is that even like? What? How does that even? He I said it, Dave. He said he wouldn't. You don't understand. Like Peter said, he would not draft Derrick Henry in the and first he, round because he didn't catch because he couldn't catch passes. That was a good take. <laughs> It was a good take. I stand I, I stand in solidarity with my brother, Pete. All right. Well, we'll see how Derrick Henry does against less stacked ba- boxes this year and um, the same amount of touch on equity. That's all I'm saying. Is it if you want to – I kind of side with Dave here. Yeah, if you want to yes. play a bad yes, Camara – or not a bad Camara, but bad. a Camara on a bad Saints team, like we don't know what the Saints offense is going to look like. And so yeah. you're – Go ahead. See, I agree. I, I agree with Dave here. I like I, I want to be on the guy that's gonna be on the better offense overall. And who like, you know is gonna get like touchdowns in this offense. Right. No, so, see, I, I hate with that said, I hate the number three or four pick in best ball. Like that's I just my kind of hate least just, favorite spot. I just take Kamara every time. I have 18% Kamara because I just take him every time. I, I don't. I hate the number tomorrow. two pick, to be honest. Like I like Dalvin, but it still feels like there's not a clear cut number two. Mm, so. I think he's he's pretty big, or there's a pretty big separation between him and Henry and Kamara. Yeah. It's that three pick that then then you start thinking maybe I'll just take Kelsey. I don't know. You guys might have seen in the Best Ball Mania. Uh, I picked Saquon fell to twelve, and then Taylor to the beginning of that where round. would we have seen this day where, where... <laughs> also that's like a that's like a pretty common start for drafts uh it was a response to someone's tweet i don't know <laughs> okay well, you guys might have seen this you might have seen <laughs> yes as an underdog a lot of people are asking me a lot of people are asking a lot of people many people are saying hey what are you doing what do you do at the end of the uh, in the first round if you have the twelve overall pick? I'm telling you, it's hard to pass up. Actually, someone says it's hard to pass up the ten spots um, going Saquon and Taylor. 
And I'm saying that Saquon fell all the way to... Uh... The Giants are just going to be so bad. It's just going to be one of the toughest scenes of all time. So if you're drafting on DraftKings for best ball, one of the things that you'll, will happen is you'll end up with a lot of Evan Ingram. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if I like that at all. Because I, I agree with the yeah. Giants. I already have players. a lot of Evan Ingram like on underdog. Ingram and Fant are the two tight ends that fall down. Lo- yeah, I love Fant. Way too low. Ingram, Fant, and the other guy, uh, wasn't he same draft class too? Gasecki is also a guy that's now sliding a ton. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried about Gasecki a little bit. Davis, these- we talked about Rondell Moore on last week's uh, show. Has has your opinion changed a little bit? Like, do you think that his stock is going to go up a little bit? I mean, I was pretty pretty bullish on Rondell. I don't remember saying anything bad about him. The it's so interesting. Rondell Moore is literally like after he goes off at wide receiver fifty seven, wide receiver dies. Like it, it is at what Rondell Moore goes, and you better pray for your soul if you only have four wide receivers because you are dust. You used to be able to get Terrace Marshall a few rounds after him, but some of these influencers man, yeah, just these, completely <laughs> ruined his ADP. This you have a newsletter with two hundred. <laughs> the headline is draft Terrace Marshall Jr. before it's too late. I'm aggressively targeting Marshall. <laughs> it's um, it's once you get to like that Emmanuel Sanders range at wide receiver. Oh, and Manny like, Sanders oh, is, is wide receiver. Why he's wide receiver fifty eight. It's literally after yeah. after Rondell goes, it's just dust. What yeah. Tuttle? Honest question for DraftKings strategy: How do you handle the quarterbacks since they go so early? Taking a late actually, one. The the problem is they they're actually sliding a little bit on DK like Are Dak they? right now. Yeah, Dak is sliding. I have a lot of Dak. Burrow really slides. You can get Burrow pretty late. Um, so I, I I have way too many Cincinnati guys. Burrow, I have a lot of Burrow stacks, a lot of Dak stacks, because those are the two guys sliding on DK right now. Um, otherwise, it's it's waiting. If, if I'm, like, completely punting quarterback on DK, it's usually, like, <laughs> hate to say it, Daniel Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah I got a lot of Daniel guy. Jones. Yeah. Wentz is I remember seeing him now after the injury, he was basically free. You could get him. Yep. Uh who was it? Was it maybe Harmon was talking about how he still thinks Sterling Shepard's good? I take Sterling Shepard a lot. He, he's been having a good camp, they say too. I don't know. He's also one of the guys who doesn't hate Joe Judge, apparently. <laughs> like he's he's like he he's like one of the few Giants players that just does not actively hate Joe Judge, so that seems to be good. Ooh, I have a I have a QB question because uh, Nick and Chat just said Hurts slides like crazy in DK, and it actually made me think about his potential replacement. Do you guys ever draft Deshaun Watson? Ever? I have I have zero percent. I think zero percent like as well. Once, uh, Colin Drew much richer man than me, much better fantasy player than me has like 21% Deshaun Watson all, all last round. All I mean, he's free. Yeah. See, I'll, I'll take him if it's a team that has like two later round quarterbacks, then I'll throw Watson on that team. There is a point where I probably would take him, but it's when me as a human being becomes more (laughs) terrible. So. All right. Um, Ethical drafting. Yeah. It's ethical drafting. So as far as uh, what has changed for you guys last week, this week, what you're looking for, maybe this upcoming week with the, uh, the preseason week two, Peter, what are you looking for this week? 
Uh, I guess just more patterns to match what happened in week one or to just throw Mm -hmm. the papers up in the air and say, okay, that, that didn't matter at all. I'm trying to think of one of the camp battles that would be interesting. I mean, we, we mentioned the dolphins one uh, already. I think that will be uh, interesting to see. I think trying to find more clarity on some of these backfields where I am betting against it. Like I want to see some more JV and Hawkins, versus Quadre Allison stuff. You know, some of those ambiguous back, the Jets, Ty Johnson running ahead of um, Michael Carter and a lot of the passing down stuff. Tevin Coleman didn't play. So I want to see him come back and see how the Jets are viewing those backfields. So yeah, trying to figure out, hone in on the zero RB targets, I think will be something I'm watching. Yeah, I'm interested I, in the uh, the Jags and the Lions receivers. I know that's not sexy, but it's like late round. Like those are guys who are basically free in the late rounds um, and want to know who to draft. Like it, it might be Marvin Jones Jr. season, he looks which is good. crazy. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I would like to see the first team Arizona Cardinals offense for a little bit. Uh, just to see what they do with Chase Edmonds and James Conner. Like if Chase Edmonds gets a carry from the three yard line with the first team offense, he's going to go in the fifth round in high stakes drafts. Man, I've got, uh, so we're traveling to Texas uh, next week for our annual guys weekend home league draft. Heard they're not Uh, having any problems with COVID down there. (laughs) Seems pretty straightforward. (laughs) We're, we're, we're in Texas. I'll tell you if what, it's bad. My, Miami was full. Uh, you, couldn't get, you couldn't get a flight to da- Miami? <laughs> well, first of all, literally, we have a guy on this show who spent a week in Vegas uh, and is back with us. So, But this is in – Davis, when you've got the vaccine, bro, you can go anywhere you want. I actually I actually don't – yeah. Uh, honestly, if you're vaccinated, you did your job. It's not, it's not your fault that a bunch of hillbillies are uh, not doing their job out there. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I live in hillbilly – nation here in, in wisconsin and so when we went down to texas it's crazy the sounds there were more people masked up down more there people masked really more people, yeah 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 it was it was crazy in, in vegas i mean they were incredibly strict you know obviously you take your mask off to have a drink like at the craps table or whatever and if you let it linger for legit more than five seconds someone there pit boss dealer was telling you to get it right back up like they well were, i mean that it, it actually makes sense in Vegas because they lost Everyone's so much traveling. money. Right. Well, no, yeah. you lose so much money if you can't keep things functional. The only but they're also having everyone. It's not like a local thing. Like everyone's flying in from different regions. And so it can just be this super spreader. They've yeah. already announced that the GTU event is going to be all mask. Like they said on email this week. So, um, but anyways, this, in this draft, it's a keeper draft and it's auction format. And I've got some choices to make. Uh, I'm gonna put it here. I'm gonna put it here and see what you guys think. All right, let's all help right. Kitchen out. Yeah, help help me out here. You get to t- you get to pick two, and then basically it goes against your two hundred dollar salary cap. It's a half point PPR. No, nothing crazy here. Uh, so I got DeAndre Swift that I can keep for sixteen dollars. I got Chase Edmonds that I can keep for a dollar. I've got. Uh, I literally tune out so hard during. I mean, that's the easy one right there. But I I would like to put it on record. I morally object to auction drafts. Why? Call it a salary cap draft, bro. Yes, because you're bidding on players and trying to own them. That is. All right. Not good. Not gonna. I'm not gonna get cancel, Dave. No. (laughs) I mean, Edmund. Why is Edmonds even a question, though? Right? 
so that like yeah, you can just keep Edmonds for a buck. For a buck, yeah. Guys, a seventh uh, round pick. So what? Here's the question. I, I sh- like Sean and the road of his guys have gotten me super hyped on DeAndre Swift. This groin injury might be a problem though, right? Legit right. worried. Yeah. yeah. Legit, legit worried about it. Have been to stop taking him and have started. Yeah, where's he, Jamal Williams. Where is he falling? He's not. Underdog. He's really not falling at all. Because he does because, fall on DK. Because this is the thing about injury reporting. It only matters if it's like kind of like the talk of Twitter for a little bit. But if if people just disregard it after it's reported, yeah. it, nothing happens, right? So like Rashad Bateman before he actually was like out with the surgery, he was already suffering from this core injury, but his ADP was going up because everyone was talking about how Marquise Brown was hurt. It's just a mat. It's just a factor of the, the, the level of reporting like Darren Waller, Darren Waller hasn't practiced in what, like three weeks, Pete. Yeah. But he's back now. He returned. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Glad okay. So it. the, the other guys are AJ Dillon for a dollar and Damian Harris for a dollar. So it's like. Dillon and Edmonds. Yeah, Dylan and Edmonds, easy. You you agree, Peter? Yeah. How how deep are these benches? Uh, they're fairly deep. It's probably 12, like six man 12. bench. No, there's like I think it's Dave, I is, think is the, I think the league? roster is 17 players, and for a redraft league, 17 players is a lot. Is your is your home league PPR? I just said half point scoring? half point PPR, <laughs> and it's two flex. So, so you can start yeah. four wide receivers. Yeah, you could start five wide receivers. That's wow. you, what you're describing was almost identical to the live auction draft I did. Sorry, contract keeper league uh, in in Vegas. So yeah, I, I, I like those. Edmonds and Dylan seem nice. Dylan's a great right. play this year. Yeah. All right. Still fun uh, to draft. He's getting expensive <sighs> everywhere now too. Yeah. His uh, his thighs are nice too. So, um, if you have a question for us for your draft for your drafts, <laughs> send it to us. Send it to us on Twitter, and we'll have Tuttle or myself answer it on next week's show for free. Free advice that we're giving out here. Free alpha. Um, all right. Closing thoughts, Davis really hate when people say i'm giving out free alpha on twitter it's like one of the worst things that you can say is it really one of the worst things you can bro, say davis or is bro, that a little bit you, bro hyperbolic? you have seven you have seventeen thousand followers like no one gives a shit about your free alpha okay hey kitchen right. check uh check twitter real quick check your notifications you oh, were all excited me. you were all excited about this castle party <laughs> I got to see. I'll read, I'll read, I'll read the tweet. He, he included me in this one. So I feel very happy. (laughs) I just watched the full cast. I was being sarcastic. Nobody wants to go to that lame ass castle party. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm looking at the castle. This looks dope. Yeah. All right. So little Jay, little Jay was just, uh, was just joshing us. All right. You know what uh, I Peter, love is can't believe they would Josh a castle. Little Jay uh, has bit, uh, Bitcoin angel in his, uh, Twitter profile. That's, that's how you join bit, the community. No, is Bitcoin angel poser. Right. <laughs> I mean, he could aspire to be like me and have two Bitcoin angels. What a, what a, what a prankster. All right. Uh, Peter closing thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, Terrace Marshall stole the show. He's going to continue <laughs> to steal the show. Incredible fluidity in his movement. 
Heard you're uh, targeting him aggressively in drafts. <laughs> I am. <laughs> the long con. <laughs> targeting him at a more expensive price point. Oh, it all worked this out. is right out of the Silva playbook right here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tuttle, closing thoughts? Um, This is a little too in vogue for me, but I'm still going to say it. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> this is where we get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Draft Josh Palmer. Gorilla's okay okay i like can. that take he, he's becoming right. a little too hot but no good. no yeah. don't josh palmer's so bad no he's at josh josh palmer is good davis he's a when you play for what tennessee if, when you play for tennessee what if only... i told you josh I'm, palmer's actually good i'm no, it's, a, it's an investment it's an investment in the chargers offense Huddle? i'm gonna I'm going to go saying draft Josh Palmer before it's too late. Basically <laughs> Josh Palmer <laughs> is this year's chase Claypool. How about that for a take? Ooh, I like it. Isn't, isn't Josh Palmer like not athletic at all. Davis. If you just go by your nerdy spreadsheet, he, he didn't score any points. He didn't do anything in college either. Yeah, well, no one playing for the University of Tennessee did. I mean, that was the whole point. Like, look at some of the – you know who also he didn't had, do anything for Tennessee, Davis? Alvin Kamara. Didn't do anything for They Tennessee. were so bad like, last year. He had a 25% dominator rating as a fourth-year 21-year-old. That's, like, okay, that's not, like extremely mediocre. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the uh, player profiler comp I just pulled up. <laughs> who is it? Jacoby, Jacoby Jones. Jones. That's why all you need is the Peter Profiler comp. Yeah, Chase there we Claypool. go. We're just going to forget that one. Go with the Chase Claypool. No, but it, it is an investment as wide receiver three and what I think is going to be a good offense. All right. And uh, we've had a lot of people in the chat um, ask basically what I did uh, as far as my camera because they say I look better than all the other guys on the show, which typically is not the case. So it's the camo app. Uh, so you can download and pay for the camo app. It's using your phone as your webcam, basically. So, uh, shout out to camo, not a spot. It's a free plug for them. Yeah. So what, hang on, what's going on is the, cause I see the camo thing within the zoom. Is that watermark also on the show box on the live? Does that feed? mean Dave didn't pay Yeah, I thought that was program? unprofessional Did, personally. Does that no. mean that Dave is using like a free trial of this? And no, I, I paid. <laughs> hey Dave, I here's paid some for free this. alpha. Pay for the Davis, program so you don't have I'm to not watch a cheap more. <laughs> I'm not a cheapskate. I paid for this with the company. Oh my card. god! Wait, 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 guys! Last with thing. the company card. Let's do. <laughs> let's do. Let's do. A, let's do. A, let's do a lot and thanks here. How many monthly subscriptions does Dave have to thanks he hasn't used in a year? Like Dave is definitely the guy who just downloads an app, pays for it, and never opens it again. False. No, because you have your Trellos and your base camps and your Asanas. And I, I think you do your personal life the same way. Like how many habit apps have you paid for? Habit and or organization apps. I, I do not have any monthly charges for, for habits. <laughs> you, you pay for them well, yearly? Dave, oh, Dave, I almost, I wanted to, uh, at the UNLV Stadium for Summer League, there was a Dairy Queen. Oh, this is actually a very funny story. First of all, I wanted to get a Dairy Queen just for the bid. Equity. Why didn't you? I wasn't, I didn't feel like one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a hard concept to wrap your head around. Dave. Yeah. Uh, so Jack, 
goes and gets uh, the Dairy Queen and he's like so enthralled with how thick it is and he's holding it upside down. He's like doing doing a trick over my head. Look, Pete, like nothing's coming out. I'm like, Jack, I will kill you. He keeps doing this. Like he's not satisfied. He's going like this, sure thing. Falls right out (laughs) there in the stadium. Did he cry like a little baby? (laughs) He threw a a temper tantrum. He needs to understand that ice cream, it melts. Maybe in Las Vegas too, where it's 115 (laughs) degrees. That is a classic Jack story. I love it. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll uh, we'll give away the Kawhi Leonard and a shirt and one of Davis's sports cards. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab one I, out I, here gift card. at random. And a gift card to Peter's store and uh, free parenting tips from Tuttle. So <laughs> make make sure you oh. like and subscribe. Hit the like button. Tuttle, Who you, is it? You, gave, you sold this one to me. Josh that's Rosen? Actually, that, no, that's like actually Kyler. a good one. That's a Kyler one. Okay. Can't give that away. That one's actually worth. No, you said whoever you pulled. Nope. (laughs) Davis, you said whoever you pulled, you'd give away. Nope. I could actually sell that one. So I lied. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's like, it's like a $110 card. Nope. And Dave's gone. That his free trial ran out. (laughs) The camel free trial. (laughs) Great way to end the show. All right, everyone, for Soccer Dave, for Peter Overzet, for for Mr. Tuttle05, make sure to always pay for your programs before you use them on a live broadcast.